Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Welcome back to another edition of Straight Out of Vegas. He's RJ Bell. I'm Bernie Frada. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free. Great quote. Now, this is the weekend edition of Straight Out of Vegas. As you know, Straight Out of Vegas airs Monday through Friday right here on Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio from 3 to 6 p.m. Pacific, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern with RJ Bell, Steve Fezzik, Brad Powers, and Jonas Knox. And each day, they take you behind the scenes, offering up the most insightful commentary and observations on the world of sports betting so you can benefit from your years of expertise and, of course, knowledge. Now, on our Saturday edition of Straight Out of Vegas, we look back at the best of. We revisit some of the most compelling takes and analyses from the previous week so you can enjoy them again. And, of course, well, I'll add my own inflection as well because I live in Las Vegas, too, and I've been privy to these gentlemen and their know-how for many years. They've allowed me their mind share up close and personal, so this is a fun journey. Every Saturday night at 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern, and we want you along for the ride. This is Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. Now, our focus is primarily the NFL preview, but when there's breaking news and developing stories, we're going to bring it to you on the spot 
with the Vegas perspective. So let's welcome in R.J. Bell. R.J., we have our World Series participants, and we even have a send-off series price. Yeah, and remember, we got to keep in mind, 2 o'clock Eastern, as you mentioned, the bars are letting out. you got a very specific audience when the, the bars uh, hit closing time, Bernie. I think that's a wonderful thing. So all you Uber <laughs> drivers and Lyft drivers and taxi cab drivers driving our responsible listeners home, tune in to Fox Sports Radio. Ah, you that's can get the latest, good. and you can get the jump on your bookie. Because by the way, we got a kickoff in about seven hours here. Oh, you got to love it. So let's talk World Series a little bit. Yes. First off, it's the series that baseball wants. Right. Ultimately, the interest level on the teams is a driver TV ratings wise. Coverage-wise, Red Sox-Dodgers, I mean, hard to do better than that. Red Sox with home field. Now, what does that mean? It means if there's a seventh game, they get the home field. In baseball, that's worth about 35 cents. So that means, let's say there were no home field and it were even money, well, the home team would be minus 135 in a series. And oh, by the way, this series price, Boston Red Sox home team minus one thirty-five. So if you want to bet the Dodgers, you get like plus one fifteen back or so. So pretty much, if you want to bet Red Sox, bet a little bit more to win a hundred, and if you want the Dodgers, a hundred wins you a little bit more than a hundred. But it's really aligned with home field, which means the betting market, at least initially, thinks this is a. E, these are even teams. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. Opens Tuesday night in Boston. Boston is named Chris Sale as their starter. The Dodgers have yet to name a starter, so I haven't seen a game price for Tuesday night yet. Yeah, and, and what you'd expect is based upon the starters, uh, if 135 is going to be the starting point based on home, let's just say Red Sox have a slightly better starter, maybe 150. And if somehow the Dodgers have a slightly better starter, maybe 120. So you get that range Home field plus or minus based on the starting pitcher. Moving along to college football, another headline tonight that one can't ignore. A game played in West Lafayette, Indiana. No, don't adjust your sets. The Ohio State Buckeyes not only lost, they lost by four touchdowns, RJ, as a double-digit favorite. I didn't see that. Are you sure? I'm not sure. I have, to, I, I, I have I, to readjust my set. I mean, you know, listen, don't we know the following that if you can ignore reality, sometimes you just can, right? Sometimes it's like, well, reality will catch up to you. Maybe, not always. But as an Ohio State grad, I've got to try to deny it a little bit. There felt like something that was wrong with this team the whole year. I mean, there, they, if anything, we saw that lull that we expected based upon the coach urban meyer being suspended what i thought was okay august you're relaxing you're getting ready for the season instead there's all this drama right now you know you got the michigan state game the michigan game coming up and this felt like you know a almost a 14 point favorite on the road i really blame the urban meyer situation not saying who was right or wrong in that but to me, the stress, the distraction around that made being flat at this point of the season a lot more likely than if it didn't happen. So uh, obviously a horrible loss. Obviously, it, it brings up an interesting point, though. 
Bernie, let me ask you. If Ohio State wins out, do they make the playoffs? I believe they do, and I do believe they'll beat Michigan. Let's keep in mind, last year the Buckeyes went into Kinnick Stadium in Iowa and got spanked, still beat the Wolverines a few weeks later. Two years ago, coughed up a double-digit lead as a double-digit favorite at Penn State, still beat Michigan. I still think the Buckeyes get it done or regroup. Okay, I'm not saying Buckeyes aren't still the favorite to win the Big Ten title. I mean, I I haven't seen the updated odds, but the line in the Michigan-Ohio State game Mm -hmm. last week – before today, mm-hmm. was Ohio State at home favored by six and a half. Mm-hmm. Let's just get crazy and say two-point downgrade for Ohio State, two-point upgrade for Michigan. I don't believe Michigan deserves that, but let's just say two, four-point adjustment. Buckeyes still favored, right? So Buckeyes are going to be favored against Michigan unless something very surprising happens. absolutely agree. But here's the question. If Ohio State wins out with one loss – and it's an embarrassing loss against an Indiana team, and let's say they squeak by over Michigan, and let's say Notre Dame has one loss at some point. They lose a game they're not supposed to lose. Who gets in, Notre Dame with one loss or Ohio State with one loss? Well, I believe Ohio State would, Mm. but keep in mind, RJ, they'll still have to run the gauntlet and win the Big Ten championship. Understood. But against who? Wisconsin? Or Iowa. We'll Uh, see. Okay. Is that, I mean, hey, any game we saw today, right? But most likely that's not a problem. Right. And you don't see, and what ends up happening is this, and this is a good example of what happens in the NFL playoffs. In the NFL playoffs, when there's a double-digit favorite, which is rare, one team's just so much better, 8-0 against the spread, last eight for the favor. Now, it's like, wait, RJ, you always say double-digit dogs are good. Yeah, because one of the reasons... Double-digit dogs are good is the favor oftentimes is distracted, is not focused on the game. In the playoffs, they're focused. Same thing. If Indiana played Ohio State somehow in the Big Ten Championship, the chance of them upsetting them is so much less than it was today Mm -hmm. because there's the ebbs and flows of a natural season. In a playoff in the NFL, in a championship game in college, you're not going to see a lack of focus. Yep. But I listen, here. last thing I'll say about the – chance of the Buckeyes if they do win out. I think, think of the two narratives. Oh, my God, here's another flawed Ohio State team just got crushed against Clemson, you know, two years ago. Uh, It's almost like, ah, who wants to watch that game? Notre Dame comes in with one loss, you know, having beat Michigan, and that, that win's looking better and better. Now you say, okay, I mean, this is going to be exciting. They're, st- they're both going to be double-digit dogs against an Alabama. I think Notre Dame gets in in that scenario. Good stuff. We'll see. All right, let's dive in. A lot to get to. Somehow the Raiders, Oakland Raiders, soon to be someday Las Vegas Raiders, always manage to be in the news, even in a bye week. You know, RJ, watching the Raiders conduct business, much less play football, is akin to watching a drunk cross an icy street. It's ugly. You know, Herm Edwards Or, wants- or fascinating. Could be. And entertaining. <laughs> you know, her some guy named Herb Edwards once said, you play to win the game. But, you know, Archie, you had an interesting take this past week about perhaps another agenda involving the Raiders. Let's take a listen. I don't think they're trying to lose. I think they'd love to make the playoffs, the Raiders. So it's not quite tanking. Here's what I think it is. If the rumors are true, and again, Colin talked about this on The Herd this week, that it... The, the, the Mac situation, Cleo Mac was about money. 
There's a little known fact that, and I don't have all the details on this, like to the decimal point, but when you sign a big contract and there's a guarantee, a portion of that needs to go in escrow. You got to have that money to put in the bank. And let's just say, and we'll say hypothetically, allegedly, if you don't, now you got to trade Mac. And all of a sudden now the Raiders aren't near as good as they would be with them. So it's not so much you want to lose, it's you can't win because of your financial situation, but you got to get to Vegas where the financial situation gets cleared up. How do you get there? Well, you get there through distracting attention away from the wins and the losses. And it feels like, it feels like to me, that's very possible. Raiders will play a game next week at home versus Indianapolis. Haven't seen a look ahead line, but I think what you just said is is right. There are a lot of moving parts here. Yeah, and you know what was fascinating? So, listen, we picked up three top 20 markets in the last month that we've been on the air, straight out of Vegas during the week, 6 o'clock Eastern. So almost 200 stations now. And the day after we said that, and just to paraphrase, Raiders want to win, but the fact they're losing, maybe it's being driven by some financial trouble. Mm -hmm. And if there is financial trouble, what is the solution to that? It's getting to Las Vegas because the Raiders are going to be worth a lot more at that point. And, how do you get there if you're losing with the least amount of turmoil, least amount of distraction is you distract, you create the distraction with a coach that's bombastic, that's a media figure. <laughs> so in a, in a weird way, we're all saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe Gruden's doing so badly and what's going to be the consequence. I think if anything, the possibility of this is why they hired Gruden to start with. And the very next day, Bernie, the very next day, Gruden went in the press conference and said, we're not tanking. No one else. We asked everyone we knew, did you hear anyone else talk about them tanking? They said no. So I think straight out of Vegas uh, might be driving the conversation. He's RJ Bell. I'm Bernie Fratto. This is straight out of Vegas. Hey, we're just getting started. Up next, we're going to talk Bengals Chiefs. Patriots Paris, so stick and stay. Don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! Back on Straight Out of Vegas. He's RJ Bell. I'm Bernie Fratto, like live from the Fox Sports Radio Geico Studios. Oh, by the way, RJ, I understand there was a big game in the Palouse tonight. Washington State came up big. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, they covered the spread. It was one of those, wait a minute, the fav- the ranked team isn't favored and it was kind of public versus pros but on friday straight out of vegas we had a new expert i i'll say expert in quotes he has his own theme song it's haystack hank and he thought wait a minute oregon they're the they're ranked how could they be getting points but brad power said no 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 we're going with washington state so a nice winner there but it's fun to have haystack come in and just give that perspective 
<laughs> Other than that, you got to hear Lincoln, it. You just got to. You just got to hear it. <laughs> I have to make make a point. All right, let's move back to the NFL. <laughs> Bernie's like, I didn't want to do that. But see, I, I'm a, I'm a team player. <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals. Now this game was flexed to tomorrow night. They'll visit Kansas City as six point dogs. And uh, I thought RJ had kind of an interesting play on words with respect to the Bengals and their game Sunday night. Let's take a listen. This Bengals team has a history in prime time of not playing well. We are not clutch. We talk about is we who's we the Bengals. I'm from Southern Ohio, so uh, I would never associate with the Bengals. <laughs> I, but go I, ahead. Well, you are a Pittsburgh fan, so Marvin Lewis nine and thirty one straight up in primetime games. Andy Dalton. So let's slow down and think about this. Forty games, they've won nine. Now I'm going to do a little math in my head. Um, that's less than twenty five percent. Not good. And the Red Rifle, Andy Dalton, is six and nineteen again. Below 25%. Okay. Now, positive for Kansas City because Cincy's overrated. Positive for Kansas City because Cincy historically underperforms. Same coach means we can go back in history and assume it's still applicable. Last one that is also pro-Kansas City. They lost last week, but we upgraded them. Yeah, they lost by three points. Mahomes was a little nervous to start the game against New England. By the time the game ended, I was thinking, if this goes another quarter, Kansas City's going to beat New England. I upgraded Kansas City. They're now my number two team in the NFL ahead of New England, just slightly. Fezzik is spot on about the plight of the Bengals in games of this nature. And oh, by the way, the flip side, the Chiefs, they're 11-1 and against the spread as a favorite. And, and, and by the way, 13-6 and straight up and against the spread their last... 19 Sunday night games. RJ? Hold on a second, Bernie. A Lions fan can't possibly judge any team. We do our best. <laughs> I did cover the team for 10 years, and uh, yes. Um, what I'm saying is, as a Steelers fan, I can look down upon the Bengals. You just got to be quiet about looking down on franchises. But in this particular spot, RJ, again, what Steve Fezzik said, take note, because the bad news for the Bengals, and it's bad, is there a three and thirteen straight up and three twelve and one against the spread on Sunday nights? That's not good. And I do think that the fact that it's the same coach matters. Sure. Because with trends, you've always got a way. You want bigger numbers, meaning a three and one trend doesn't mean very much, right? You want to hear thirteen and seven, but on the other hand, it's got to still be applicable. Meaning, if you change the quarterback, if you change the coach. Now, how how similar is this team from the prior version seven years ago? So when you have a program like the Bengals with that consistent coach, some of these longer-term trends with Marvin Lewis are especially applicable. Good point, RJ. By the way, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. By the way, though, does that mean that both RJ and Fezzik are automatically firing on the Chiefs tomorrow. RJ had some additional commentary about this game, a caveat of sorts. Let's have a listen. Everyone's thinking, okay, we got a like enough to bet coming up on KC. Hold the phone. One thing is holding me back. I went into the database, and I found teams that were 5-0 and and lost game six. How did they play in game seven? My rationale coming in was they'd be disappointed. 
When you get that momentum, you lose. You're thinking, who cares so much about the next game? Not that extreme, but just a little letdown. 27 times last 30 years, 5-0 and team, lost game six. What did they do in game seven? 10-17 and 17 against the spread. To me, that number's not big enough to say I'm sure it's a problem. But boy, when I looked into that because I thought it might be a problem, that reinforces, are we sure? I know it's Sunday Night Football. Are we sure they're playing a fever pitch right now after that loss? I'm not, so I'm just going to lean Kansas City minus six. RJ, you brought up a good point a minute ago. Let's not bury it. You upgraded the Chiefs after a loss, and I want to ask you this question. Are the Chiefs maybe even better than they thought they were, and I'll tell, or than they thought than we thought they were? And I'll tell you why. Look at their schedule: at the Chargers, at Pittsburgh, at Denver, at New England versus the Jags. They scored 177 points in that game, averaging 35 points per game, only allowing 129. That's a plus 38 differential. Oh yeah. Oh by the way, they beat San Francisco 38 to 27 as well with Jimmy G. So if you look at that schedule for the Chiefs. Up to this point, their easiest game was Monday night. And when I say easiest, I mean coming into the game. was on Monday night at Denver at altitude. That's not an easy game for anybody. No. No. So Chiefs, and it's not even close, have had the toughest schedule in the NFL. And right now, and I do Boston radio once a week every Friday, and they're obviously big Patriots fans, I asked them, who would you want? And I'm going to ask you, Bernie, because maybe we can do a little bet. Press the green button. I'm 0-1 on that, by the way. Oh, that's... uh, Peeled off a crisp C-note. It could just be a bad luck, right? So you got to see. You you got to... Until you lose a dime, I don't think I would worry about it. And then at that point, you might start wondering, right? That would be 10 straight $100 bets. Well, no, it doesn't have to be 10 straight. Just assume, you know, listen. Changing 1,000. I mean, it, it's something that you don't know until you try. But <laughs> let me let me ask you this: if okay. you if you could have Kansas City to make the Super Bowl or New England to make the Super Bowl, and if neither do, it's no bet. Mm-hmm. Which side would you want? I would take New England because right now, RJ, they've got home field advantage. Okay, we may not be able to collect on this till. <laughs> what? Do you, well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm planning on you staying around, Bernie. God willing, and the creek don't rise. Uh, yeah, you're, you're well, healthy. I, we're going to get to that later in the show when we talk about the the Pats Bears game. But yes, I would take New England. Well, you just did take New England. I did take New England. <laughs> hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Even money. Hundred bucks. You want to do the the noise again? I sure. don't know. I want okay. that. And for the new listeners, this is what we do on the weekday show at six Eastern. Is anytime anybody around the wise guy table, we let Jonas off. Jonas is the voice of the fans. He can have his opinions, not back him with cash. That's fine. That's what typical talk radio does. If you're a wise, if you're around this table, Bernie, in Vegas, your opinions, you got to back him with cash. You just did. And Congratula- you do quite well. Congratulations. You do quite well in this venture. I believe there was a picture on Twitter a while back. You had a nice little small fortune there. You know, it's been a good run, but I think I've just been lucky. So we'll revisit this in late January. I say. Yes, I will take the Pats over the Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl. If neither one makes it, then uh, there's no bet. Yeah, yeah. So that that's a good one. And here's my rationale. Okay. I think Kansas City is the clear favorite to have home field. Right? If you look at their schedule from here, 
It's relatively oh, easy. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And if if and if that's the case, the the best, unless there's injuries, and you never know with injuries. But right now, if I projected, what would the line be? Conference championship, Kansas City hosting New England. It'd be KC minus three. Mm-hmm. So to me, that I'm effectively betting the home team that's favored by three at even money. That's a good bet. What you said is not lost on me. When the Chiefs trailed 24 to nine, came back and almost won, and you upgraded them, I understand why. This is straight out of Vegas. It's brought to you by Discover. Become a new card member, and Discover card will match all the cash back you've earned, dollar for dollar, at the end of your first year. You can learn more at discover.com forward slash match. Now, limitations do apply. But first, let's go to Kevin Figures with the latest. All right, guys, we'll start Major League Baseball where the World Series is set. Dodgers were able to notch a 5-1 win in Game 7 of the NLCS in Milwaukee. Cody Bellinger and Yasiel Puig providing the offense. They both went deep for L.A. The Brewers' only run came on a solo shot from Christian Yelich. Game 1 of the Fall Classic will be on Tuesday night on Fox from Boston. It will mark just the second time the Dodgers and Red Sox have faced off in October. The only other time was in 1916. College football number 2 Ohio State got steamrolled by Purdue 49-20. An upset in the Pac-12 as well. Washington State held on for a 34-20 victory over Oregon. Cougars had a 27-0 lead at the half in that one. 10th-ranked Central Florida, they remained unbeaten with a blowout victory over East Carolina. Michigan, Alabama, Clemson each with victories. One game still in progress. Nevada leads Hawaii 26-14 late in the third quarter. In the NBA, Rockets beat the Lakers 124-115. James Harden scored 36 for Houston. Chris Paul and Rajon Rondo both ejected late in the fourth quarter as they exchanged haymakers. Brandon Ingram also threw a punch. He was ejected from the game as well. Multiple suspensions looming there. We'll keep monitoring that one. Elsewhere, Nikola Jokic had a triple-double for the Nuggets and a victory over Phoenix. Back to straight out of Vegas. Bernie, let me ask you a question. In 1916, when Boston and the Dodgers played, mm-hmm. uh, who were you rooting for? Well, I was rooting for Babe Ruth. He actually had a good series. <laughs> I think he pitched in that series. It was windy that day, if I recall. You know, there was a, we used to have this handicapper. He was pretty old. And, and, the, <laughs> and the joke was uh, his first lock was the 1919 World that Series. Shows ago. Now, that wasn't Freddie Fanny Pack. No, no, no. Freddie's, Different guy. Freddie's still with us. Lo- God bless him. He's R.J. Bell. I'm Bernie Fratto. This is straight out of Vegas, and we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And I'll tell you a game I'm looking forward to tomorrow a lot. New England visits uh, Chicago. The Pats, yeah, they're 0-2 on the road. They lost at Jacksonville, at Detroit, but they didn't have Julian Edelman in those games, didn't have Josh Gordon yet. By the way, a lot happening around this game tomorrow. Gronkowski didn't make the trip. He won't play, obviously. I understand Khalil Mack is hobbled, dealing with an ankle situation. But we all know that when the Pats go on the road historically, they've had a lot of success. And RJ chronicled that earlier in the week. Let's take a listen. I like the Pats. Pats are so good as road favorites. What's the danger of being a road favorite? You overlook your opponent because you're clearly better than the opponent. That's why you're favored on the road. Right? Well, the Pats, when they're favored by a field goal or more on the road, are 78% straight up. They win the game 78% of the time 
going back almost 70 games. 53 winners, 15 losers straight up. No team in the NFL is even close to that good as a road favorite, as the Patriots as a road favorite. Why? Belichick. A lot of answers end with Belichick. And it makes sense why he's meticulous. He won't let the team look ahead. That's one of the reasons the Pats are the right side against the Bears. Yeah, that Belichick guy is pretty good. By the way, if you're a Pats fan, you have to be happy that Julian Edelman is back. I said two weeks ago on this show, the Pats were struggling on third down efficiency, 25%. Since Edelman returned, their third down efficiency is now almost 50%. They're 12 of 25. But interestingly enough, now RJ and Fezzik, there's an old saying, if two heads agree, only one head's doing all the thinking. And you're not going to get two better minds, RJ and Fezzik, the only two-time champion, the Hilton now Westgate Super Contest, they had an interesting tete-a-tete on this Pats-Bears game earlier in the week. Let's have a listen. I'm taking the Bears plus two and a half in this game, RJ. It's all about the Bears' loss in the Miami Heat, in my opinion, being forgivable last week. The Bears were dominating that game till the fourth quarter, and then their defense got gassed, and they absolutely got blitzed in the fourth quarter and overtime. And that- right, so what you're saying is everyone's saying, oh, the Bears lost. We're going to undervalue them. You're saying there's a reason the Bears lost because of the Heat in Miami in the fourth quarter. It did seem like the heat affected them. Thus, you're saying, okay, the marketplace, most people are overreacting to a loss that wasn't the Bears' fault, which means there's value on the Bears. Correct. Okay. Now, I don't want to play Perry Mason, but I'm going to play Perry Mason. There's such a thing called the look-ahead line. We talk about that a good bit. The look-ahead line is you can bet next week's games now. What's the point of that? You can see what the games that happened this weekend, how they affect the lines. If you would have looked at the Bears and the Patriots last week, what was the line? New England was minus three. New England was minus three. Okay, interesting. Now you're saying, okay, everyone's going to undervalue the Bears because of this performance, but the line is improved for the, the Bears are now only getting two and a half. So if anything, the Bears have been upgraded, not downgraded. Hey, listen, we're back live. You might say, why'd that tape cut off? It didn't. Fezzik had no answer. (laughs) Okay, there was no answer. And you were in no position to challenge my expertise. But we'll see because the line has kept going down. Obviously, Gronk is new news. Right now, it's Patriots 2, favored only by two, one and a half. In some spots. By the way, this is, and I'm going to be honest, this is a pros versus Joes. And here's how you can tell. Go to pregame.com, click the Game Center tab, and for free you get to see the ticket count splits and the cash splits. So right now live, 80% of the tickets on the Pats, just barely over 50% of the cash on the patch. So think about it. If 80% of the tickets are one way, but only half the cash, it means the big bets are the other way. So Fezzik is with the other sharps here. I'm with Freddie Fanny Pack, but I'm feeling pretty comfortable. Mm-hmm. I think the Bears are Bears are like that actor that was in a sitcom. He's in one movie. He looks pretty good. Now everyone's excited about him. I'll take George Clooney. 
Patriots. I, I think the Bears got exposed last week in Miami, but to be fair, the Pats are probably not a deserving favorite Sunday. As Bill Belichick's team, they're 3-9-1 against the spread when favored on the road after scoring 40 or more points in their previous home game. Mm, I hear you. It's just that number's just not big enough, Barney. I mm-hmm. mean, it's 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 12 games. No, but in, in all fairness, I'm with you, RJ. I am never going against Bill Belichick, especially when you only have to lay less than a field goal. And I'll tell you this. The Patriots won that game, but they still have multiple losses this season. As you said, they haven't won on the road 0-2. Thus, you lose a third game out of, you know, you're four and three at that point. I if the Pats were undefeated or if the Pats only had one loss, I think maybe it could be a flat spot. They don't want to lose. If they lose and Kansas City wins, what happened last week just disappears. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I do contend, though, I want to repeat myself. I'm not stuttering, just repeating myself, that those two road games at Detroit and Jacksonville that the Pats lost, no Josh Gordon, no Julian Edelman. He is R.J. Bell. I'm Bernie Fratto. This is straight out of Vegas. When we come back, we've got Panthers-Eagles. We've got Titans-Chargers in London. My God, it kicks off in a few hours here. And Browns bucks. So don't go away. Stick with us. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight out of Vegas! Back on Straight Out of Vegas. He's RJ Bell. I'm Bernie Fratto. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico.com. Go to Geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more. On car insurance. By the way, thanks so much to Iowa Sam for getting our sound tonight. A wink and a nod to Mike Meyer back in our Los Angeles studios, turning all the dials, keeping us glued together. RJ, we talked about the Pats a minute ago. The other side of the coin, the Philadelphia Eagles, they visit Carolina as a five-point favorite. Now, Carson Wentz had a terrific rookie season and had a bad injury. He's back this year, but she made an interesting observation about him. As you've observed... That's the Department of Redundancy Department in his few games back. Let's have a listen. I think this is all about Carson Wentz being a different quarterback today than he was three or four weeks ago. He came back a little early, and how did that affect things? He didn't run the ball as much. They didn't call his uh, plays as aggressively. And I think the guys that watch the tape tell me that the knee looks better and better each week, and I think that him getting close, if not 100%, is the difference maker for the Eagles. First two games for Wentz, five and a half yards per pass attempt. Last two games, seven and a half yards per pass attempt. Interestingly enough, uh, I do think Philly's got their work cut out for him tomorrow. Cam Newton, 19 and 8 against the spread as a dog. In games coming off a loss, including 11 and 2 against the spread as a dog of more than three points. How do you see this game tomorrow, RJ? This is one I'm torn on because my premise liking the Eagles initially was about Wentz trending upwards, the general health of the Eagles improving, a lot of players that aren't necessarily big names improving, and the Panthers struggling on the road, defensively especially. They are, Carolina, giving up seven more points per game on the road, 27 versus 20. But if you look at the yards per play defensively yielded, they're better on the road. And I tend to trust the per-play stats more than the point stats. We know one punt return, one tip pass for a touchdown can change those stats drastically. On a per-play basis, no lucky play really affects things all that much. 
So in our super contest entry, by the way, the gold, it was 5000 to get in. Mm-hmm. Our podcast, me, Fezzik, Maddie Holt, who's a former bookmaker, entered the 5000 We're two games out of first place. Two games out of first. By the way, first place wins almost 700000 I won't be here that Saturday, Bernie, if I win. We'll just, just, just FYI. We'll get to that later. <laughs> Speaking of on the road, both the Titans and Chargers head across the pond. By the way, if you're scoring at home, and I hope you are, the favorite in this NFL International Series, it's been going on a while now, well, the favorites are 14-6 and six against the spread. Now, is this just London or counting Mexico City? Just, just London. Okay, makes just, sense. Just London. And interestingly enough, the Chargers stayed in a particular venue. Perhaps it was an homage to R.J. Bell. Where did the Chargers stay before heading to London? Let's take a listen. This one, to me, is driven by the Chargers staying in Ohio after the Browns game, and they had that mini camp. And if you have a really good coach and a bought-in team, that mini camp can bring a team together. I don't really like this Chargers coach, so I don't know what to think of this mini camp, but I think the answer to that question gives you who you got to like in this London game. I don't have the answer, but knowing the right question is important too. This game, Archie, kicks off in just about six hours and 12 minutes. you have thoughts? I don't, and and I'll make it quick. I, I think it's the same question. Is this a focused team, a focused favorite with the Chargers? Because remember, the Chargers have lost two games, mm-hmm. one to Kansas City, mm-hmm. one to the Rams. Some would say the two best teams in the NFL. So I was down on the Chargers entering the year. But boy, if you look at Rivers, some are saying at this advanced age, he's having his best season ever. I'm passing the London game. This is straight out of Vegas, which is brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. Staying, RJ, in the state of Ohio. Now, Let me ask you a question, Bernie. So we're on in the daytime, right? Not the middle of the night, straight out of Vegas, 6 o'clock Eastern. We don't have Discover as a sponsor. How did you pull that off? I can't take credit for it. Probably the wonderful. I mean, it's like you're staff. being humble. Well, I have to be honest. All right. We have, have to be honest, my hey friend. Now. I don't know what's going on. And speaking of honest, well, you know, the hot sensation in Cleveland, this guy's pretty good. But now they got him on film, RJ. And so the Browns, well, they'll take a trip down to Tampa Bay. And now that they've got this gentleman on film, the question is, might he get some looks that he's not used to? RJ Bell talked about this earlier in the week. If I were you, I'd take a listen. Biggest question to me, and I've got the answer to this one, has the defenses caught up to Baker Mayfield? I say yes schematically. Oftentimes a rookie quarterback will come in. The defensive coordinators will get some tape on him, as they like to say. And once they do, they say he can do this, but he can't do that. And they start making him do that. Maybe Mayfield's going to be able to pass the test, but I think we're at that point where there's potential problems due to the way the defenses are learning how to defend Mayfield. And I'm very worried about the Browns and their energy level, all those close games and overtime games early in the year, and now they play in 82 degrees. 
Well, the beauty of it is, though, they get to go up against Tampa Bay, and with Tampa Bay quarterback Jameis Winston, and you know he may be the NFL's next Jamarcus Russell for all I know. The way he's going, he just one in ten. Well, hold on a second. If you start, if you play even for one year fairly effectively, you're way past your Marcus Russell. I might have overstepped my bounds there. Yeah. You're keeping <laughs> me honest. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not a Winston that. fan. That's and fair. I, and I do think there's some real skepticism or, or rightful skepticism about how he played last week because the, the Falcons, who the Bucks played last week, might have the worst defense in the NFL right now. And because of that, the stats, the point total look good for Tampa. But boy, I'm not sure if against a pretty good Browns D, it's going to be the same. Though Tampa Bay opened minus three, favored by three, mm-hmm. it's now three and a half. That's yes. a big half point. Interesting. You brought up, I'm glad you brought up the point about Tampa Bay's defense because they were the worst in the league, giving up 34 points a game going into Atlanta last week. And what do they do? They give up 34 points a game. Their defensive coordinator gets fired. Yeah, but which is actually, if you think about it, going into Atlanta, they've scored over 30 every game at home this entire season the Falcons have. That probably exceeded expectations for Tampa's defense. Well, let me ask you a question, because just to finish my point, Jameis is 1-10 straight up in his last 11 starts. Okay, so this is not a stellar guy. You're getting the Browns plus 3.5. Talk about that, RJ. Well, we listen, on our Super Contest, we got Tampa. Now, some, some of it is okay. dri- driven by the half point. Remember, guys, it's all about the accumulation of half points is how you win at sports betting. And there's no half point more valuable than three. If a spread is around three, if a spread is around three, Uh it's going to fall exactly three with the favorite winning by that amount almost 10% of the time. You cannot underestimate how important that is. About a minute to go in the show. I'm going to throw in some quick bonus coverage. The Rams visit San Francisco, their third straight road game, RJ. By the way, NFL favorites in their third game of a three-game away road trip, they're just 4-10 and 10 straight up, 2-12 and 12 against the spread, particularly in division games, if they were favored in the first two legs of their prior two games. By the way, the Rams on deck next week against Green Bay. I'm really not sure if the Rams would find themselves looking ahead to the Green Bay Packers next week. I don't know if they do that in the NFL. Well, there's another thing. is A team that's not used to being a jumbo road favorite can struggle because they don't know how much they can take off their 100% of effort and still win. The experienced teams like the Pats are able to do that. And to me, I think the Rams are in a real danger spot here. I do yeah. like San Francisco. Thank you. I'm, I, that makes me feel good you agree with me because that's my favorite play of the day right now. I believe the Rams are catching nine. You could have got it at 10 earlier in the week. All right, folks, that'll do it for Straight Out of Vegas. He's RJ Bell. I'm Bernie Fratto. Don't go anywhere. Up next, we've got a gentleman who not only wrestled a bear at age six, he actually pinned the bear. Yes, it's my man, Jonas Knox. Straight Out of Vegas! At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.